it will honestly take like years and perhaps maybe a few generations for someone to get to a serena level player the challenge will be can anyone really consolidate the grand slams the way serena has done the count is 23 singles 14 women's doubles and two mixed doubles then 39 slams she has four olympic golds as well she was unapologetically herself and if you say that you always 100% agreed with how serena acted on the court you'd just be lying i loved serena but she was so good that sometimes you wanted her to lose just to see because that was the entertaining part man what if serena loses serena's dominance is unmatched fought off rivals such as venus williams kim clijsters justin anna and sharapova the ivanovic yankovic phase the azarenkas the alep the kavitovas the pliskovas and i looked up a stat she has won 86 consecutive weeks as world number 1 in the in the women's circuit and that i don't man 186 weeks one year has 52 so that's already more than 3 years wow <laughs> the most noticeable person on a tournament roster is not going to be on a tournament roster again bro you're making this episode all emotional and all yeah hey everyone welcome back to an all new episode of all about sports the podcast a weekly sports podcast for the fans by the fans i'm your host mazhar and i'm joined by all my three co-hosts today we've got gui yo what up everyone krishnan Yo yo and Shubham Hey guys So this episode's a special episode even though it's a weekly episode it's a tribute to one of the greatest female sports persons of all time Serena Williams just bowed out of the US Open and we thought that it's only apt to make this video for her and all that she's achieved so To start off, we'll just discuss what happened in the U.S. Open. And Krishnan, if you want to just take a guess through what happened. So Serena Williams' last game of her career, well, unless she maybe comes out of retirement, plays Tomljanovic, uh, Australian. I think she's maybe originally Croatian, but uh, Australian tennis player. She's actually had a great year so far. She had a pretty impressive Wimbledon, only unseeded. Again, I learned all this watching the game. I didn't know this beforehand, but learned from watching the game. She would have actually been seeded for this tournament. The only reason she was unseeded is because the U.S. Open chose not to take any of the results from Wimbledon because the Russian athletes couldn't compete. So, Tomjanovic has has been on a, on a bit of a rise. She loses in three sets, unfortunately. But I just want to say a really, really phenomenal game. I'm just confirming what the exact score was. I know it was three sets. Tomljanovic winning seven six six seven six one, winning the first and the third set. But it was an absolutely rocking scene in the stadium. Obviously, it's in the U.S. It's Serena Williams. The stars were out. It was one of the first times. I mean, obviously, U.S. Open gets a lot of stars, but it felt almost more like Wimbledon because there were all the stars, you know, playing at center court. But it was a really awesome game. The scoreline actually doesn't give justice. to how fun the game was to watch and massive credit to Serena Williams because she's obviously she was cardio wise physique wise not in the same condition as Tomljanovic she definitely was not in the same spot Tomljanovic was the better tennis player but this game was the perfect example of just mind over matter Serena just stayed in that game even the last set it it looks like a 6-1 and looks deceptive 
the number of break points and game points at set points that Serena Williams saved when she's looking absolutely out of it and not just saving them by Tomjanovic making errors Serena Williams going for the winner was just amazing to watch she had the, the entire stadium on their feet everyone was on the edge of their seat and you know what it it reminded me you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of covid brian's last game it really reminded me of that it was obvious that she was not in a peak but she just was finding ways to hit shots when she could get to the ball to hit shots that you thought were now past her career or past what she'd be able to do so it was it was really emotional to watch uh, tamljanovic was an absolute champ about it all she was getting cheered there were massive cheers when she would double fault but she just stuck with it and that she showed great character she didn't get faced by it at all said a really nice piece afterwards but awesome game but out in round 3 phenomenal game to have watched congratulations to just an incredible career and putting it all on the line in the final game and quick question krishnan was it already announced that this is going to be a last tournament ever yeah she she oh, put okay. out a letter she put out a, like a article on vogue basically saying oh, nice. announcing her, her retirement but I don't know. She seemed like after like the way she spoke in the post match like she almost had more in the bank in the tank but I mean she's kind of been stepping away from tennis for the last yeah. year or two so yeah. Yeah. I'm going to come to you Shobham. She played this last tournament aged 40. She still made it to the third round and 23 grand slams. individual mind you don't doubles grand slams she has 14 of those and all She's... 14 with a sister right yeah all yeah. 14 yeah uh, i mean she might have some mixed doubles ones as well which i don't know how many are mixed doubles but all the yeah all the women's doubles women's doubles yeah venus yeah 37 grand slam titles she's aged 40 <laughs> do the math yourself she's not played tennis for that long obviously man take it away shobham just your thoughts and what has serena left behind what's the legacy what has inspired you about serena as well so yeah other than like just the the sheer volume of titles that she's won which 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 will be it will honestly take like years and perhaps maybe a few generations for someone to get to a serena level player uh, in the women's circuit but i i i kind of remember the first time when i saw serena play and i was like wow what a tennis player this was wimbledon against um, sharapova and i think sharapova won that wimbledon so it was actually my introduction to sharapova because sharapova was 17 or 18 when she won the wimbledon against serena and i was like okay sharapova is, is crazy good but then just serena's dominance is is unmatched and some other things about her also serena and venus is they i think in in the women's game they were the two players who got a lot of swag into the courts like with their fashion sense and just with their with their entire aura their style i definitely i just think I'm sure, like I, I've not done too much research, but I just get a sense for the uh, African American community. Also, they must be like big inspirational figures. Their movie came out. I think it was their father's movie, King Richard. I haven't seen the entire movie, but again, the movie talks about their struggle, moving from their hometown, getting homeschooled, focusing so much on tennis, and becoming these mammoth stars. So yeah, I think Serena on the court, her achievements. Are there for the for the history books? It'll, like I said, it'll be really difficult to break those records. But even 
off the court in terms of her impact to her society to her community also like um, now that she's a businesswoman investing in a lot of businesses she has transitioned from a tennis player to now a business person yeah i just think you know players like seena she's 40 roger federer he's 40 like these stars uh, they are beyond the sport they transcend sport they are just like amazing people to have in society and to have like as as inspirational figures to look up to uh, so yeah sad that she's gone but having said that uh, she's left behind such a beautiful uh, history and body of work that it will always be remembered and uh, like just inspire people just to clarify what i said i was right so it was grand slam doubles for so all 14 of them were with venus and she's won two mixed doubles finals as well back in 98 with max mirny both of them she also reached the final of the french <laughs> open in 98 with max mirny and she reached the final the next day of the australian open also bro she's won like 3 4 olympic gold medals and all like she has crazy. she has four olympic golds as well three of them in doubles and what it was 2000 2008 2012 if i'm not wrong and then 2012 to win singles as well and i looked up a stat she has won 86 consecutive weeks as world number 1 in the in the women's circuit and that i don't man 186 weeks one year has 52 so that's already more than 3 years wow <laughs> that's crazy, crazy. Gui, I'm going to come to you. This is your sport. You have followed Serena throughout your life, much like all of us have seen her. But this, this is this is this might be feeling very close to home for you. So take it away, Gui. So uh, first, like to be very honest, uh, if if anyone asks me for what is my you know go to Serena memory, it's like I think there was this one. one year in which it was just her and venus in every slam finals and uh, after which she had her first injury debacle to be honest like uh, we know she broke onto the scene like a little pre 2000 and then she had a slam before the 2000 and then a few where she overtook venus basically venus had more slams than her and in that one year she managed to catch up because uh, they both happened to play all of the finals in that year and i was just like mom what is happening because my, for those who don't know my mother is the one who basically watches every sport and like more than i do she watches golf right so <laughs> so that's where i get my uh, you know love for sports and i was like mom what is happening like is this is this real because like we have watched two people in every slam final like that's how good they are and then you know over the years when at that point there was no you couldn't google you couldn't look up people right like i mean maybe you could elsewhere but not on mtnl connection desktop <laughs> connection okay and i don't know if i had the wherewithal to look all of that up but as and when the stories progressed you you come to know that these people have trained on public courts like serena and venus have trained on public courts like no uh, tennis is probably one of the you know cash intensive sports like you need to travel a lot you need you need to be on tour as early as possible like some of the biggest players have gotten on to the you know atp circuits and wta circuits very early in their life 15 and 16 that it's not uncommon to hear of people being on the circuit at 15 and 16 right the point is that it has one it is cash intensive all right so you need to have a lot of training from a very young age and to 
think about the fact that one of the greatest to have ever done it irrespective of the era she was a part of irrespective of the whether it's the men's game or the women's game has not had anywhere close to the equivalent amount of training as some of the rest do right uh, it's absolutely crazy and where i genuinely believe that serena has trumped everyone else there, there is a reason like i put nadal and serena in, in a different bracket like everyone knows federer is my favorite player ever like roddy and then federer just a phenomenon for me right but even then even then uh, serena and rafa also i would always mention rafa in the same bracket because these two have fought injuries off like as if they were demons hounding them right hounding absolutely hounding their professional careers as tennis players and serena's be like i think what slam finalist in 98 98 so 98 to 22 that's 24 years of grand slams on you and I, if i'm not wrong she's had seasons where she has not played seasons complete seasons where she's just like okay i cannot do this because I, she also had a notorious knee injury after those four back to back slams with venus in the finals i think is when she had her first big injury stint and again to come back from that injury and play against kim clijsters and justin anan who are peaking <laughs> it's, it's not easy and to survive again that patch and then hit her golden patch in the you know early 2000s like the 2011 uh, 12 13 14 15 patch which was very good for her and kind of you know cemented her reputation as one of the best she hasn't won a slam in the last 4 or 5 years if i'm not wrong and still she is on 23 slams uh, singles to mind you so she, uh, the count is 23 singles uh, 14 um, women's doubles and two mixed doubles then 39 slams which is just insane and to be honest she is just one away from margaret court's 24 just imagine just give that one year back which was taken away from injuries in her like early career what's to say that there aren't four more not just one that's that is the glory of serena williams because fought off one injuries rivals such as venus williams kim clijsters justin anan sharapova the ivanovic yankovic phase then competed with the azarenkas the alep the kavitovas the pliskovas and all she competed with all of them and looked like she can hold her own against each and every one of them right it doesn't matter the kind of player who's come up to play against her whether it's you know hard hitters like azarenka or it's the you know uh, deep runners like radwanska or uh, haleps who can who have the endurance game which would rival jokovic but it never faced her who she was playing whether it was uh, an upcoming sharapova whether it is her own sibling who she's faced <laughs> so many times i mean it's just serena williams is too much for me to summarize because i don't know how much serena related content i've consumed in my life it it just yes it hits very close to home because this is when like i've almost seen fed not play a slam in a while now same with serena she was back in the last few and this is where you know the great the greatest era of tennis i could i could i think i can easily say this like pete and agassi weren't giving us this right or maybe maybe just the fan following wasn't that much 
high wasn't broadcasted that much, I guess. Yeah, and it's just uh, a phase where I think all of our favorites are going to eventually bow out of the sport. And there are such lovely videos. Like everyone should watch ATP's create ATP and WTA are creating such good con- content around Serena's career. Everyone must like it's almost like an education in tennis. Because if you want to know tennis, you have to know Serena Williams and her career. You know, you said all this, uh, all of this, Gui, that like all our favorite players are soon going to retire. I'm almost feeling bad for like the young generation that they'll grow up not knowing who Roger Federer, Djokovic, Nadal, Williams were, because they they will never witness these players ever in their prime. I just think, Gui, everything that you said, bro, you're making this episode all emotional and all. Yeah, <laughs> that's the point. Of it. That's the point. But that's how. That's just what Serena has meant, Shobham, and I think you hit the nail on the head. Serena's always been like my go-to. Like I could not, I was always in awe of her. I, when I used to watch her play, I I was like, man, she could demolish anyone on her day. Unstoppable. Like she had the package. Her service was incredible. You couldn't touch it. Her forehand was like, I would shake with some shots. I would get goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about her, her at her peak. I she's the oldest female tennis player to win a Grand Slam. She won the Australian Open at 35. She made the final at 37 in 2017 in the Australian Open. If that doesn't speak volumes of how amazing a player she is. And again, this is testament to even Rafa and uh, Roger and Novak. Let's not forget. Novak still is a bit younger. But Still, to do it continuously and not get tired of it, eventually you're like, man, to keep having that drive that I want this, I want this, I want this. Unbelievable. So, to do it at 35, winning your last Grand Slam, she went 21 and oh, I remember in 2002. In the calendar year, she went 21 and oh. She didn't lose in that one year in 2002. She was unstoppable. That is incredible. Like, I know Nova came close. Rafa's come close this time as well. Uh, absurd how these people have, have... Like, it's not human, right? They say you will make m- mistakes. You will have an off day. Especially in female tennis where it's three sets, right? There's the margin for error is so small, it's harder for them in men's tennis. It's fine, you drop the first two, you still have three sets to come back and take the game. And by then, eventually, you find your rhythm, you find your flow. You don't have that freedom in uh, women's tennis, so absolutely absurd. You missed one name, Gui Amelie Moresmo. She took her apart, and Moresmo was tough. She was another monster of a tennis player as well. Another thing is, I was just seeing her stats, her record, her win percent over her career, 85%, 84.8, I think, to be precise. Wow. Can you imagine that? She's 858 to 154. I don't know when this was last updated or if it's updated as for the latest, but 850 plus wins. Can you imagine that? And unbelievable uh, fifth highest i think overall in terms of career titles across the board ever times were different back then as well so she's done it in an era where it became commercialized where there's much more competition it no more was just an elite sport 
women's tennis will i mean tennis as a whole is going to miss having i'm going to miss seeing the names and, and i'm just dreading the day when we'll hear rafa which is coming soon as well announcing his retirement it's going to be so hard to take and i think you know uh, this is going to be the least quantitative take because you three have seen more of her than on very honestly i have but i think there were three big points that came out of this and i think we've all mentioned it at different points malu the first point is and venus williams deserves credit for it they are trendsetters in just the fact that tennis has historically been a phenomenally white sport just historic even at amongst all the players you look at who are the top grand slam winners it is almost entirely white a lot of times there is there are often times economic thresholds you have to cross which is a result so her and venus are really trendsetters similar to what tiger woods did for golf is introducing a completely different it just faces we're not used to seeing which is incredible to do thing number 2 which is really hit home for me is specifically for athletes there is a very very large trade off you have to make when you choose motherhood and it's not just i understand parenthood is difficult for both parents completely but there's just a physical there is a physical period of time of at least 5 months where you cannot play you cannot be an athlete like irrespective of what you say how many hours spent and attachment to child all that exists obviously but physically and and that really a lot might argue was sort of the turning point in her career is her making the decision to like want to have a child and of course she has the right to do it but it is just a decision that infects the women athletes in a way that is uncomparable right i mean you look at roger federer roger federer has has four children i don't think there was like this massive lull around the time that he had any of the children right there's no it's just not a comparable uh, a comparable difference and the third thing is just tennis is so hoity toity that everyone is kind of is pretty much entirely treading on eggshells nikirios is maybe the the exception she was unapologetically herself and i don't think she shied away from it i don't think if you say that you always 100% agreed with how serena acted on the court you just be lying I, you you could be the biggest fan of serena williams there are times where i disagreed with her there are times where i thought the behavior was inappropriate but she just was herself and she, i mean she would apologize for it after and i saw that even in her last like a farewell uh, in her farewell she's kind of herself like she does have an ego and she does have pride and it's like it's almost weird to see in tennis where people are so used to being very diplomatic it's just a very refreshing um refreshing energy and she got people heated i, I it's it's just a very interesting energy that you know we see from a very small subset of tennis players right it's like macindro i would say rodic not even getting angry but just was animated and it's just nice to have just beyond just obviously the incredible tennis player she is the personality that came with it that was so far you know venus williams was the exact opposite right venus williams is one of the most diplomatic super quiet rarely ever complained so it was just a very exciting energy that she brought to tennis that i think will be sorely sorely missed for some time to come but the good news is and malu i i would quickly hit over this last part with you know we see a bunch of retirements what i've realized is each generation just has their own set of people who they get nostalgic for because i thought this too that you know it sucks that they'll never be able to see this person but i realized this with football 
especially people of like the older generation who watch football there's this weird caveat of like messi is not as good as maradona and like yeah you guys see messi but you didn't see maradona and maybe better or worse is a separate issue but i think we all just have this different nostalgia and i'm sure the next generation will fall in love with like naomi osaka the challenge will be can anyone really consolidate the grand slams the way serena's done and that's looking super hard only because like it's not been done like no other female tennis players consistent enough so far but incredible career i'm going to say this krishnan i'm going to say this no one's touching serena's record i'm not even talking about overall of course because she's got an absurd number of grand slams in doubles tennis as well plus four olympic golds uh, that's again atrocious like her numbers are absurd like if that's super human shit right there but i'm saying no one's going to touch her 23 grand slams either no, no one's I... going up to 20 all together at least according to me in our lifetimes as long as we are alive i don't see it happening i just feel you know like in any sport when you when you literally become like the a goat within goats like for example seena williams for her achievements or you talk about like you take uh, ronaldo messi whichever like the, the pinnacle of your sport i think like like you said mazar you have to be like built different i think like just there's something different about you i don't know maybe it just sounds absurd but genetically or me- mentally like you're just built different because I'd like to have 23 plus 14 and then that's 30 that 39 grand slams like that's just mental like how do you and have a career of 24 years and large parts of those careers actually dominate i was i was seeing uh, other than other than steffi graf serena williams is the only second player to have a golden slam so winning all four slams plus the olympics in the same year like some of her records are just mental so i, I just think these kind of players are like one in a generation maybe there will be someone again who will come in and we all fall in love with the sort of tennis they play and they'll dominate the sport but yeah sayna williams just hats off to her for her, for just the career she's had on that note gui any final thoughts i think i before i sleep i'm going to have a 10 minute crying session that's all <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> because it's it's a it's the most noticeable person on a tournament roster is not going to be on a tournament roster again you easily i i think i'd look for serena before i'd look for the big 3 because <laughs> because you need to know if if she is going to have like two or three good games before she reaches the finals that that was that was the thought like she is making it to the finals but with what amount of challenge like is she going to face a cha- you eventually knew that the top 3 are also going to meet somewhere along the line right uh, quarters maybe the semis is going to happen but with serena it was just like how much of a fight are the rest going to put up because <laughs> where is the interesting match in her path like you were looking for a tough fight from an azarenka you were looking for a tough fight from a halep maybe you were looking for a tough fight from one of the serbian women it is just it's just that like that is what i'm going to miss like when serena plays a slam you know you know <laughs> it, it's 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 put out there exactly it was like I loved Serena but she was so good that sometimes you wanted her to lose just to see because that was the entertaining part man what if Serena loses so it wasn't like you wanted her to lose but it was like what if so it was like what if what if what if and in that what? anticipation you would end up watching all her games 
and for a very long time case. that was the place of imagination only because we <laughs> were not losing <laughs> okay bro i tell you what i would i would almost go to the extent to blame serena as to why my interest in women's tennis dipped is because it was always serena <laughs> there's no competition exactly. no you're right shubham she won six grand slams without dropping a set and i remember 2017 when she won that last grand slam of hers right at how 35 plus in 2017 she didn't drop a set at 35 you don't drop a set and win a grand slam and that to the hot australian open where it's testing times in that weather so man credit where it's due and yeah serena going to be missed i mean yeah i'm getting a bit emotional as well so i think we should call it and enter this episode <laughs> thanks shobham thanks kui thanks krishnan an absolute pleasure as always and to all those who tuned in like share subscribe you know the drill season 3 is going to be coming up very soon as we're on the verge of completing two years uh two years right yeah two years of the podcast done too many episodes to keep count of we have something planned something exciting planned as well so stay tuned for that and till then we'll see you soon take care bye bye if you like this episode make sure to leave a like and share it with anyone else who might be interested you can also subscribe on any social media platform that you prefer and all our links are in the bio we also have a website with all our episodes as well as blogs and a whole lot of other sports content so make sure to check that out as well